Ooh. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah. I see you, big bro. I'ma kill these niggas, man. Let's get right. <laughs> Straight off the block with it. Eagle Street to be specific. I peeping at you, people different. I pay my dues, you keep the difference. I can see the end in the beginning. So I'm not racing, I'm just. Gotta let the beat build. Cause I don't wanna finish. They diminish, I replenish. I felt awful talking over Lupe last episode. I don't wanna talk over Weezy. Weezy! you remember this summer too yeah good times good times was the summer away Oh, was this June 08? 08. 08, I had that OE in my hand. This was every uh, all the graduate songs. Every, all the graduates were playing this shit. I'm feeling so good. Welcome back to the All Somehow Podcast. Yeah, what's going on? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Feeling so, oh, so, oh, so, oh, so good. Come on, man. I'm telling you, man, nobody's touching Yay in a versus. Nobody's touching Yay in a versus. What if he, what if he pulled this out of just nowhere? And you have to let it play all the way through. So in the verses you can play anything you worked on or he produced like it, dude. That's what I mean. Yeah, he can play anything he he made, anything he was featured on, anything he produced. Oh, cool. Yes, I was for us yet. People just don't even know, like. As I hit the kill switch. Now that's how you let the beat build, bitch. That's how you let the beat build, bitch. That's how you let the beat build, bitch. Let the beat build. I feel all so amazing, though. So good. Been finally having nice days instead of windy days over here on the res. Yep. Switch it up. Some new Griselda. You listen to this too? 
Get that new Benny? I, I saved it to my like album. Yeah. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> I kick her out. I listened to that one you sent to the group chat though, the DMX one. Yeah. Nice. It's just, it's just good to hear DMX. Yeah. That's coming off his album, right? That's coming out. Yeah. I thought it came out when you sent it. I thought the album came out. I was like, when did the album come out? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's just a single. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. One time for Benny. Man, Griselda came with some shit. Benny and uh, 38 Special put out this little project. They got my guy. My guy Ransom up in here. This shit only for us. You know I love the luxurious instrumentals too. They surprised I visit my block still gangsta shit. You know how I feel. I had you ducking hot shit. Try to pull a lot on game. Yeah, I like I felt. Trying to put us on the top shelf, nigga, and not chill. I'm the one they locked in that cell. Still I did not tell. I feel like walking around with that open shirt like Rick Ross on my belly just hanging out. Even though I don't have, I don't really have a belly anymore, bruh. Your boy getting slim slim up in here. You have a pear in your hand. Shout out all the pears. Let's vibe out, man. Let's vibe out. How you, how you doing, too? Doing good, doing good. Like I said, brother's finally clearing up over here. Dude, it's just been like Tatooine over here the last fucking like three weeks, bro. Like windy nonstop, man. Such a nerd. Kind of. <laughs> kind of like driving me crazy and it's like oh my god just move let's, <laughs> let's just say it just move <laughs> that's what i signed up for is on the reds man it's my land it's my home man. at least it's not as bad as chin lee because over here where i live there's at least some semblance of uh vegetation so you know holds down the ground a little more <laughs> Sounds dusty, but still, still windy. And it sucks. Yeah. Two can't leave his flock. These are my people. Nah. Nah, I just can't get a job in Phoenix yet. Uh. <laughs> I'm telling you, all somehow industries. <laughs> all somehow sponsored by uh, our boy Blaine. At Free Blaine Industries, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> keep to asking the boy for his, uh, sponsorship, man. Like we can wear his like logo, his hats, <laughs> and everything. Shit, his blue shoe ain't coming through. Shit. Hey, 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 hey! It's coming, man. I'm working on it. <laughs> coming, yeah, it's coming. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> 
One more song. This is that Makami. Makami. Not sure how you say it. More Griselda though. I don't know how I keep uh miss keep uh forgetting to talk about one of the most influential podcasts in my life breaking up. Yeah, in your life, yeah. <laughs> I've heard about it, just never really listened to it. I well, wasn't until all this like drama started, you know, that I started like kind of paying <laughs> I just uh let me give me let me give you a little backstory because I feel like I have some explaining to do. <laughs> All right, this is uh foreshadowing for what's gonna happen to this pod. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, because Tukin started asking about the splits earlier and uh, <laughs> the client's not even here. Oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! Well. I grew up on Slaughterhouse. I listened to Slaughterhouse. It was just uh, one of those pot, th- one of those mixtapes I came across on Datpiff. I came across the, I want to say on the house mixtape, and that was it. Like I, I was like, I got to download everything from these guys, and that's what I did. And I just liked the four distinct voices and their unique yeah. styles that came along you could tell where they come from influences a lot of their music and they all have a certain sound but all together it sounds amazing it's like it's like the justice league coming together you know what i mean yeah so joe budden was kind of one of the guys that's always stood out to me because he didn't sound as rippity rapidy as the other guys he didn't have the most complex bar structures or um rhyme schemes even though at times he he, he tried to do what they were doing and uh at that time i'm saying at that time and so when i went and listen to his his, his mixtapes i realized like oh shit this guy is really moody he's really dark emotional and i gravitated to that because i always liked that those types of artists so that's who how i knew who joe button was i also knew him from you know the the pump it up song um <laughs> but uh I started listening to, to podcasts the summer of 2011, like right when we graduated high school, because I mm. used to sell hay for my yeah. job. And this was the summer I had to save up for uh, for college. The summer before college. And I was like, oh. 
I needed something to listen to because I had watched all of Breaking Bad. Like, dude, I watched the whole the whole series on my phone, (laughs) (laughs) sitting on the back of a, a, a hay trailer, freaking selling hay all summer. And uh, watching movies or TV shows, it would kill the battery. And listening to music was dope, but after a while, it's kind of like you you're just listening to the the same thing. And then it wasn't as easy yeah. just to to listen to whatever you want to listen to. And uh, I got into podcasts with the brilliant idiots with Schultz and Charlemagne. They were the first podcast I ever listened to, and. Uh, one day I was just going through with SoundCloud, the recommended, and it said, uh, one of my recommended was the Joe Budden podcast. Joe Budden? Yeah. It was only on episode three at that point. Uh-huh. And so I was like, all right, cool. Like, I needed another podcast to listen to because, you know, Brilliant Idiots would be like an hour, 30, almost two hours if I was lucky. But then for the rest of the day, I didn't really have anything else to listen to. I was listening to like movie, uh, movie shows and, uh, when Skip Bayless made his own show, I used to listen to that until I was awakened and realized they're all full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I downloaded Joe Budden's podcast and I started from there. And I've seen this the rise and fall <laughs> of this dude. <laughs> and it's like, it's textbook, dude. If you've been a, if a, a fan of Joe Budden's music at all, <clears throat> or if you've been a fan of him, like you've you've seen this story before, and you. <laughs> so that video I sent you, where Charlemagne's being a prophet, and he's like calling out all the things that's gonna happen. Oh yeah, I seen that actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'll pop. I'll pull it up and play a little bit of it. But uh, <laughs> it's just like you knew he was gonna he's gonna fuck up the bag. You know, he was gonna do something that. It ruined the group because that's what he did with Slaughterhouse, yeah. man. <laughs> we saw Abbott with Slaughterhouse. He did the same shit, man. Like, uh, idiots, you know, like right here, I, right I, I, I still think it should be our name this podcast later. I don't know why y'all let him change it to the Joe Button podcast. It's just, you know, but this guy's volunteering more of his fucking thoughts. I, know, I thought y'all was a group. I thought y'all was a group. Your little academic tactic won't work here. But I'm just saying, like, imagine if Destiny's Child came back together. It can't be called the Beyonce Listen, album. He's trying to divide and conquer the same way he did by getting an act on his podcast. We're going to talk. Gonna talk. I can't wait I know, to talk about it. I'm going to ask you my world. opinion sure. on it. And I say, look, I like everyday struggle. I hope Joe Budden doesn't fuck it up. The way he fucks up a lot of things I fuck that, that he's Bruh. involved in. Joe That's definitely. True. I agree. I he agree fucked up everyday that, struggle. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm actually rooting. I'm like, yo, Joe, don't self-destruct this time. What do you, you think know? we saying? <laughs> and then he fucked up, was it State of the Union with the... Uh, I don't even know if that show was going on. It used to do that weird close-up of his head, and he would do like his little spiel, and then it would zoom out. And <laughs> But that's that gone. Where he, uh, where he yelled at you, the little yachty. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. That one was. Uh, that, that one was. Academic yeah, scene. that's the academic show. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. He's like, "Yo, bro, chill." Bro. <laughs> Hola. Oh man. No, dude. But for real, like he, you knew it was gonna come and it was gonna happen. It's like. You but, naming this the Zachary Begay podcast, and then like, 
like, we're not gonna like, get what? let's let's not get into the comparisons just yet, just yet. All right, all right, all right. But uh, I like, so look, I like it so far. <laughs> but listen, listen, listen. So before when you when I witnessed him and Slaughterhouse break up, I didn't understand what was going on. There was a lot of different sides coming from uh, you know. There was his point of view. There was all the other members of the group's point of view. There's Eminem, who was their, who was who they were signed to. He was part of it. It was all messy. You don't, you didn't understand what happened. So they all split up. They went their different ways. Or he left the group, but he offered and said, well, he says he offered to throw Sci High and take his place, but the other members didn't think like they didn't want to do that. So they end up just <laughs> yeah. disbanding the group. Dang. But they still rap together on songs, you know, like it. They just don't make any. They um, don't put out projects. Yeah, because they can't make any money off of it. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I think it came weird down to the splits, too. Oh, uh, dang. So then come to now with the podcast, it's like I got to witness all what happened there in Slaughterhouse, but in real time over, you know, <laughs> the course of nine, was it not eight, eight or nine years now? And I got to witness firsthand the ego and, yeah. the, <laughs> and the pride <laughs> and the freaking narcissism and just the overall shitty person that joe budden is you know what i mean just like watching him the way he moved from the beginning it's like he didn't change it, it they say money doesn't change you it amplifies who you are and mm. it amplified who he was man so you, you you like to think that the people that are stunning and flossing like on on instagram like they have money like that but it sounds like he was broke man it sounds like money like he just burns through money you know what mm. i mean he's irresponsible with money that's how it sounds from the from my me from looking from the outside in uh they talk about transparency on the podcast when they were getting into their whole business like what the whole beef was which breaks <laughs> down to uh Rory and Maul feeling like they were they own a percentage of the podcast, so they wanted to know how much the whole prog the the podcast was bringing in as a whole, so that they yeah. can accurately what is it accurately tell how much they're getting paid or how much mm -hmm. they should be getting paid. Yeah, based off the number percentage right? profit contract. Yeah, so which basically means if me Took and Kalani <laughs> went into this. And I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. I get 51%. <laughs> hold your and horses. Uh. You guys can fight for the scraps. <laughs> but whatever the money we would get on this podcast, that's how we would break the bread, break it down out of that percentage. Right? Yeah. Well, Joe Buttons is saying, I was always the talent. I was always the draw. This podcast is nothing without me. So really uh, all the money that's being brought in through sponsors and ads, whatever yeah. it is that they make is going to the Joe Budden network and not the podcast. 
Oh, damn. So, like, he had to deal with Cash App. Ooh, Cash App. Like a yeah. multi-million dollar deal with Cash App. And that, he says, was acquired through the Joe Budden Network and not through the Joe Budden Podcast. Because he earned it. Almost like you eat what you earn. Yeah. He said that Rory and Maul were not doing getting the deals. He got the deal through the Joe Budden Network. So, it sounds all messy. You know what I mean? So, it would be like me saying... <laughs> I got to deal with bluebird flower because bluebird you got the bluebird <laughs> I got the bluebird flower because I'm the best at making fry bread on this podcast and I make the most I make the most delicious fry bread through all the land <laughs> nobody's fry bread touches mine not even your grandma's best day touches my fry bread all right but nobody knows this, too. Oh, but you know it. Yeah. You know it. Like, you've tried my fry bread, and you know my shit's A1. It's the yeah. best of the best. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. No, 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 no. You know my <laughs> shit is the best of the best. Primo. Primo. <laughs> Premium top shelf shit. It's the best. You know this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But nobody else knows this. So then when we get on and then I give people my fry bread and they are like, oh, shit, this is amazing. This is good. And I feel like I got to deal with Bluebird because of my fry bread, not because of this podcast. But we are blowing up because like but on the side, let's say our podcast is really blowing up. So we do that. Then it blows up. We make millions of dollars. But then I say, no, 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 no. And you, you you get what I'm saying now? So I get the yeah. Yeah, I get the bluebird deal <laughs> yeah. through that. So I don't know. I kind of get both sides. I get understand where both sides are coming from. But if we're keeping it real, I've been following Joe Buttons before the podcast blew up. So I know how it was doing okay. Like, it was I, you know what I mean? Like, it was no brilliant idiots, you know? It, was, it wasn't like, like, it wasn't popping like that. So, yeah. <laughs> the addition of Maul really changed the dynamics of the podcast. It lifted it to new heights. It, it was like, for a long time, it became my favorite podcast, dude, because it's just funny man the shit that they talk about it's wild don't get me wrong and like i don't agree with everything they say but it's it's yeah. like it's like when i listen it, to flagrant two or brilliant idiots the conversation it is entertainment but yeah. there's some gems in there that you can you can pull from it you can realize and you can see how people move and and what the right way to do things is learn from other people's mistakes Etc. So watching this whole <laughs> Joe Budden fiasco, bro, I'm learning all types of things here, bro. I'm learning how to fuck you guys over. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, we be doing it now. We don't even know. Bro. We're like, or we're like in separate states, basically. All of us. I got the Bluebird deal. I got the. Yeah. Uh, it's like getting all those shoes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zach's all flying over here. I'm, I'm over here still in my like. I got the natives deal, uh, natives clothing there, yeah. deal. <laughs> <laughs> there 
Yeah, yeah, they're closing the house. <laughs> Got to deal with Hypelin. <laughs> oh, damn. That would be dope. I'm just saying, though, I but. Get, I want to get to the point where we're able to get, like, free shit, you know? That's yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> Trust me. It's, we could get there. Dude, that's that's uh that's hilarious. It kind of reminds me of like, you know, those deals. Like, remember when uh, what was her name? She played. She was in Precious. What was her name? She said she complained. Abre yeah, Sidibe. No, no, no. The her mom. Monique? The one that plays her mom. Monique. Monique. Yeah, yeah. She was like saying she wasn't getting paid enough, and she she does have a point. She did get like. Did she wear the Academy Award for that? Yeah. Yeah, the ups your value, right? It's kind of like like if you um like if you win a Grammy, you know, in the music. Mm-hmm. That means you, that means your net worth goes up and the same thing with the uh, Academy Awards. Uh but she I forgot who there's another actor. But this dude is like, you know, way better. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I mean, she's good too, but like Come on, this dude has been in the industry a long time. I forgot who it was. Oh, but she was complaining she wasn't getting paid as much as him or something like that. And yeah, dude's been putting in the work for a long time. So, And then another thing it reminds me of was when uh, Chance wasn't paying his producers or something. And he was like, his argument was like, um, oh, you know, it's a mixtape. It's free. So I'm not making any profit. So you guys don't get paid. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> and then but at the same time it's kinda like goes back to the Joe Budden thing. It's like, no, we're but we're helping like build your influence and, and, and you make other you get money other ways, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. how you get paid. So we should get paid too, because we're helping you out with that. Or something like that. And that makes sense, you know. I don't know about all that. Like if you can make the if you make the money on your own like if you here's the thing. Cause I think they did get paid for the initial like cause you cause you just don't do work for free right no I no no they did get paid it, yeah but no they got paid here's the but thing. they wanted to get paid more because the songs were hits the songs were, were like in syndication you know what I mean yeah and they wanted to get like royalty or something like that I'm not sure but it was along those lines and I thought that was interesting too so yeah that, that kind of makes sense you know. I feel like but, if you would want to work with them again, you would go back and say, you know, give them, a, you know, or at least give them a bag and say, you know, here's here's a little cut of what I made off of that. Because you would <laughs> yeah. want to run it back again or keep that relationship good. But if not, like if you're never going to work with them again or you don't care to burn the bridge, then you can just say, fuck <laughs> it, you know, it, it was a mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of goes back to, you know, like being a creator, being a, an artist. Like, like for me, if someone was saying like, oh, well, we'll do an art show for you, you have to pay us. You right. know, we'll put your art in like a gallery. And I've heard these deals before too. We'll put your, your uh, art in a gallery and, but we won't pay you. You're going to pay us to put yeah. in the gallery, but that gallery is going to get you exposure. You know what I mean? That's how you get paid. Like people become aware of you and like, ah, oh, dude, I got to eat. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't be doing stuff like that, putting my money in and I'm, I may or may not get exposure, you know, 
and it may or may not be well received and i still don't have no money either way you know i feel like it only works that way though is it's it's coming down to that because joe has this narcissistic uh narcissistic brain (laughs) and in his mind he can't be on equal level with the two because he sees himself as this president of this corporate of his of his network you know, he gave himself yeah. some kind of wild title at Cash App. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, like some crazy ass title. Like, I don't know. Uh, like Trump University. Uh. <laughs> Something like that. Like head of creatives. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Some shit yeah. like that. But like, in his, yeah, like but his mind won't allow him to be, uh, you know, on their levels. To, so that's why. He won't give them the books. He won't open up the books and show them like, you know, this is how much the podcast made. Because the same thing too is I thought they were friends, you know? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. They were friends. Exactly. Like, that's that the thing. for your homie? Like- yes, that's the thing. It's like, that's why it's, it's showing me his true colors and how he, yeah. he moves. Because like if, if it, it came down that to, to us, of course, I'm going to show you guys everything, man. Like, Take a look at the book. Yeah. Let's see how far in the red I am. Nah. <laughs> Maybe you guys can help me out. <laughs> For real, me take shit. Fucking student loans, Biden, where you at? Shit. <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah, so it's like that dynamic where he wants to be the boss. He's even said it on the podcast on, in that yeah, little yeah. clip show that I sent you. He's he like, he wants to put them on salary like uh basically just want to separate himself from the like you yeah. guys are my co-hosts you guys are you know b mics or you guys are oh damn you know what i mean that's uh yeah <laughs> it's it's to me it, it it just rings true that saying money doesn't change you it just amplifies who you are I hope I don't like how I am with money. I feel like I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, nonchalant about it. You know, like if my friends need it, you guys got mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like I would stay that way. But then <laughs> I also get this little image in the back of my head of that little Dave Chappelle meme where he's in his crown and he's holding his money. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He's uh, married to Oprah, was it? And that skit. Yeah, because yeah, who knows what? What if you hit a certain? What number do you hit to, and that, and you change, or what number do you hit that do you think it you're gonna change? What number do you know for yourself? What's your personal number? What would you say for sure? You know you're know. gonna change. <laughs> like it's gonna. I don't think it really you. has to be a number. I don't know an exact number, but enough to where like. I don't ever have to worry about money again. I think, you know, what changed me a bit. Like, so, I'd be nicer. I'd be nicer. Well, how cheap? Know? Well, <clears throat> let's see how more, cheap you are. A million dollars. A million dollars? A million dollars. No, I would still want to work if I had a million dollars. <laughs> All right. So, like, 10 nah, million. Nah. Mm, oh, uh, Maybe have a hobby, you know, maybe do still do the podcast, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. On the side, you know, whenever I want to, you know, 
Oh, Zach, I don't feel like doing a pod today, man. I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's what Joe said. There's there's uh, issues where Joe brings up, he feels like after they got the Spotify deal that Maul and Rory were not on top of their game or whatever. Like that, like how you're saying. Like Once, we like, got, like, once you get the deal, you're not going to try as hard or whatever. Basically, uh, this whole like sports analogy. Yeah. yeah. Once oh, you get the okay. big check, you know. Like, oh, the production right, stops showing off yeah yeah it's gonna chill <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's funny man <laughs> oh, damn that's crazy though telling your friends like that probably i probably have to make a billion to turn on my friends. a billion damn <laughs> No, I'm not saying turn on your friends, but where you know your personality is going to change. I'm not saying oh. how, what's your uh, price tag to turn on us. I'll probably be a, but yeah, I, I get like a billion. No, no, no. I think I'll if be you, a douche, you know, yeah. No, for sure. If you're a billionaire, I think you would, yeah. no matter what, you would change. A billionaire, because yeah. if you got it, mm-hmm. you got to be a certain type of person to be a billionaire yeah. in order to get to that status. There's some things that you had to get some people you had to cut off, some people you had to fuck over. There's some yeah. things that you had to do to get a billion dollars. Mm. Unless you're a Saudi prince and you're born into it. <laughs> Saudi prince. <laughs> oh. But yeah, a billion dollars, you're definitely gonna change. Cause then you're also gonna have that immense anxiety and stress. Of either maintaining your wealth, growing your wealth, or just making sure your wealth doesn't dip below a line where you're like, oh, I'm not as important as I thought I was supposed to be. <laughs> Can't have caviar for dinner anymore. Every day, every Can't night. Wipe my ass with these $100 bills, $100 blue notes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. My friends around me would change too. Like, yo, Zach, can you help me out? I said, like, bitch, you billionaire. Go hire somebody to help you. <laughs> nah, dude. I'd be like, hell yeah, but you got to buy me something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those new uh, Jordans just Zach's came out. Like, <laughs> Zach Sky, I got an interesting investment opportunity for you. <laughs> you know how many oh, harebrained scheme oh, ideas I come to you, Took? I'll try to put you guys on too, you know, get you on track for you guys to be billionaires too. Yeah. That yeah. For sure, man. See, that's the that's the thing. Is Joe preached all of that. You know, it was the the we're a team, we're family, we're one, you know, three musketeers, all for one kind of kind of uh <laughs> he preached it a little bit, all but then one. like like these clips that I sent you it's sprinkled in there where he showed his true feelings and then you're kind of going wow. back now and and you're seeing like damn this is how he really felt and they're talking about real life topics that are happening mm-hmm. where it reflects that their exact situation and it's just all nasty like man man joe you preach this <laughs> high character person but the way you're moving is not like just pay your dudes, man. Just pay your guys. If they're your best, like if you're friends, I'm not going to say best friends, but if you're friends as a man, 
I don't know. I feel like it's just easy enough just to open up the books and say, here, take a look, whatever. Well, and if you, you fucked up, want to open the books. Yeah, that means he's hiding something, right? Yeah, that's how I feel, too. But if you fuck up, here's the thing. If I said, all right, too, you know what? I got a little selfish. I bought <laughs> I bought like 100 Jordans. And like, I just Very can't help smart. myself too. I can't help yeah. myself. I'm a fucking addict. I needed to smell the leather. I needed, I put them on. I couldn't, I, you know, I walked into the flight club store and I just lost my nerve, man. I couldn't hold it together. Flight I'm like, yeah, that'll get you, you, know, like a- you know what I mean? It's like a, it's like an addict inside of a, I edit that out. Kid, kid, I fucked it up. Kid in a candy store. Man. Yeah. Kid in a candy store works, but I was feeling crazy, man. And I, I bought all these shoes. I'm sorry, dude. Um, right, the money's right, gone. I'll like, forgive you. Like the money's I'll forgive g- you. You just gotta give me one of those, whatever what pairs I want. Two <laughs> pairs, you know, one of them. Because you know? I know, I know we the same shoe size. Uh, <laughs> don't do it again. Give me two pairs. We're good. Give me two pairs. Let's yeah. you know get the percentages <laughs> right again. Let's move on. Yeah, we'll move, move on. on from it. Yeah. See, that's why I feel like. If you're real friends, you could move past it at some point. Yeah. But, like, you would have to nut up and say, like, damn, I fucked up. You know, I've been fucking over my friends millions of dollars, <laughs> which sounds crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not like they seem like Rory and Maul at least seem like their money is good and, like, uh, if that was the issue, you know, maybe there's a way that you can pay that money back, you know, mm-hmm. or, yeah. or to make up for like in the future, maybe so and so many yeah, increase their sal- months, or yeah, cre- salaries, but increase until they're repaid mm-hmm. and then go back to normal or maybe even keep it like that for a while, you know, just in good faith, you know, something like that. See, I ain't no business major shit. Let's do the right thing. You'll be all right. You know? see this is like it's it's when the lawyers get all involved in shit man and then every little line yeah. gets deep like line by line by line by line shit man i can't wait until our lawyers all get into a room i don't know what that's gonna be like too. <laughs> i'm getting johnny cochran yeah <laughs> see i was gonna ask you this i was gonna say is your is your lawyer gonna be navajo are you gonna hire uh indigenous Get your dad. Yeah. <laughs> Hola. So sorry, Zach. This money's right. Yeah, you never, never turned down a case. Uh. Oh shit, man. Dude, I don't know that many Navajo lawyers. Maybe I mean, but, hey, but would you be uh, like, come on? You gotta invest. Like, you're a billionaire. Are you gonna invest in your people? I'll probably. You know what I'll do? I'll uh, I'll mentor the kid. You know, I'll mentor no, kid. he'll grow up. He'll grow up to be my lawyer. I'll pay for his school. I'll, All right. I'll be totally loyal to me. Yeah, some up and coming out of high school. I don't know. It's like you go to school, you work for me. I think it's basically the Godfather. You're basically yeah. the Godfather. You're raising Tom Hagen. I'm gonna say that, yeah. You're, you're raising Tom Hagen. Oh shit! So basically, you're That's you're dream. you're a kingpin billionaire. 
That's what you're telling me, basically. That's nice to my friends, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and bad to my enemies. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or we can do it like, um, you know how like George Clooney did it? He gave each of his friends a million dollars, but they all had to agree. He gave each of them a million dollars, and they all had to agree to take it, or else none of them get it. Something like that. That'll be cool too. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, all right, y'all don't ask me for shit no more. There's your million dollars. Go do what you want for it. Uh, I'm gonna live my life. You know, if you lose it, that's your fault. You know, that'll be interesting too. Kind of like a little social experiment too. Kind of like being like a puppeteer. You know, see what my friends do. Yeah, maybe Zach could buy a lot of shoes. Or, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kalani, I don't know, Kalani, Kalani move back to Hawaii or something. <laughs> that's where he really wants to be. <laughs> yeah. Do charter boats for tourists. I don't know what you want to do. Check them out boogie boarding. I don't know. dancing for the uh, tourists. Yeah. (laughs) Or what do you call that? Where he does the fire fire twirling? Where he wears the grass skirt and does it. He does the haka. He does the haka. (laughs) Come on, man. Uh, His anal beads. Shit. You remember that time Kalani came to school in his dress and he thought it was cool? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> what was it called? The Serape? Uh, <laughs> what uh, yeah, we're all secretly making fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, come on, brother. It's cool. <laughs> I looked cooler in my sombrero when I bought it. School, yeah. Big ass. Yeah. If I had to choose the looks between your sombrero and the poncho versus Kalani's uh, dress and what do you have? He had little anal beads around his um, wrist. Yeah, too, huh? yeah, yeah. And his I football like t-shirt. Yeah, that's real. That that's part of it, Kalani. Your football t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all should see a look at his accent. It's like a football team. <laughs> oh, his, um, you talking about his custom one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, all you fuckers got a t-shirt. Like, I didn't make a t-shirt. I was just part of the, I was about I was to talk about this. We about to sound so washed ass. <laughs> oh, dude. Talking about narcissism over here, man. <laughs> Taking stuff said about something happy years Come ago. Come on, man. <laughs> I wasn't part of like the game plan. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't part of like three <laughs> or whatever. You know, so I, I I felt like I wasn't warranted my own shirt. That's how I want to go get it. The you know? big three. Make it for people. <laughs> Don't act like there was random people getting t-shirts. Everybody had a t-shirt. Like you could have made your own t-shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> the people, the only people that you know. That made t-shirts like I didn't even know about the ones that did oh, that, man. you know, because I didn't play that much. <laughs> that would have been me. You wanted that to be me, Zach. But you can make his own shirts too. It's like you could have been a, so you would have been a fan, <laughs> a fan favorite. Yeah, so Look, uh, <laughs> I want the Kalani t-shirt. I want the Zach t-shirt. Who got the Kalani t-shirt? I want the flying Hawaiian special. Uh, <laughs> Guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's dude. what I felt like. I thought I made my own t shirt. 
<laughs> I didn't even get one. Y'all didn't even give me one of y'all t-shirts. I think you did. I don't think Kalani did. I gave you a t-shirt. What are you talking yeah. about? Kalani didn't. He's all I ran out or something. I don't know. I never wore my own t-shirt though. Um, I want that to be on record. So <laughs> <laughs> unlike the narcissist Kalani was. Yeah. <laughs> This guy's wearing his t-shirt every Friday. It's not even football season anymore. I know. <laughs> I'll see the bro you chill. Man. Oh, oh man. Oh, when he, he tried to for basketball. <laughs> it. Oh, shit. Uh, shit, man. Good times, man. I, I still didn't know you were salty about the t-shirts, man. Yeah, I was, because I didn't know the the printing guy like you guys did. You know, <laughs> buddy, buddy, I didn't get a discount, so I couldn't. I didn't know them either, made. dude. I got mine done in Gallup. <laughs> I, like I isn't yeah, I got done mine done in Gallup. Oh, uh, man! Well, <laughs> everybody's using them as uh, dish rags or car wash. <laughs> at this point anyway so <laughs> getting, getting it's not like you really missed out on anything <laughs> how do you know it's not being used for nefarious purposes <laughs> you bastard what you do to my shirt fuck me what are you doing to my shirt, shirt <laughs> dude I don't know what I do with your shirt Ouch, lost that, that shit before I moved to Phoenix <laughs> I don't know what I meant Duke's, I Duke's holding up the shirt And just looking at it getting madder uh, and madder yeah. Shaking, shaking. Face, is, face all shaky He rips out uh, duct tape And he puts his number <laughs> uh, Tapes his number above mine <laughs> Puts um. I wish uh I wish your backup quarterback got a t-shirt and wear his shirt. <laughs> What's his name? Put, put it in. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh man. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to touch that one. I don't want to touch that one, man. <laughs> Who knows? I might go back home and, and coach football one year, and somebody's relative might come up to me. You know? Who knows? Man? <laughs> I was listening to the podcast. <laughs> oh man! You know, you know, people on the res hold grudges. They hold that yeah. shit with their all intense. <laughs> All intensity, all their hatred, they'll hold on to it. It'll sure. manifest some way in the future. Like uh, one day, your your kid's gonna come, <laughs> your kid's gonna come home from school, and uh, and be like, "Dad, my teacher's treating me treating me terrible." And you'll be like, "Who's your teacher?" <laughs> <laughs> it's Mister Sosi. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, that motherfucker. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. him. Mr. Yazzie. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Yazzie, 
Tell me. Mr. Minicock. I'm telling you, they hang on to it. Manifests in little different ways. Don't worry about him, son. He's just mad I started. <laughs> 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 or in my case in my case I would say he's just mad on the second string in his third <laughs> oh man uh, <laughs> don't worry about him oh, shit shit uh, well let's get off JBP really quick and um Speaking of quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers. He's. <laughs> have you? Do you know about Aaron Rodgers and all the stuff that's, all the trade rumors and whatnot? Uh, yeah, I heard about the rumors, but I just saw he made headlines because he's like hanging out with his boo and Miles Teller. That's all I know about it. <laughs> that's all I know so far. Okay, now I wanted to get to from there to there. This is a perfect segue. <laughs> How All bad right. did Olivia Munn fuck him up, man? To <laughs> to have him looking like how he is in those pictures, like I don't know, man. He, I guess he's a California guy. He, you know, he loves being out in the sun and yeah, swimming and shit. But it, it just looks weird. He doesn't look like a football player. He looks like a man going through his like a midlife crisis, like Ben Affleck, or yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You're saying he looked bad? I thought he looked pretty good. He's pretty in shape. I mean, not that bad, you know. And those pics? <laughs> no. He looks it's... happy. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I, he, I mean, yeah, he does look happy. But what I'm saying is, I don't know. It's just you're supposed to be at OTAs. It's voluntary, of course. But... Uh, Okay. You're in this contract dispute with your... It's a joke, man. I'm bullshitting you. Aaron Rodgers holds all the cards. I'm hating. I fucking hate Aaron Rodgers. I've said it before <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, cats out the bag. Who cares about Aaron Rodgers? I got one to get from him to this because Olivia Munn used to be your boo. And, you know, she fucked him up. How bad is she going to yeah. fuck up John Mulaney? Uh, Did you hear about this? I heard they're dating. Yeah. Dude, John Mulaney used to talk all about his wife. He used to have stand-up routines about her, you know, like everything was about his wife. He fucking left her for Olivia Munn. Mm. I heard he went to rehab first, and then uh huh. I guess he went he's to out rehab. Now? He went to rehab. Is he out now? Yeah, he went. He yep. Okay, and then he started dating her. Did he leave his wife while he was in rehab? Do you know? I believe so. Right before he went to rehab, I think. Mm. So, yeah. Where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> <laughs> Can we? So come on, too. There's so much smoke there. You think this is all part of the plan? You know, like, I'll, sit, I'll, go, I'll go to rehab. <laughs> I think. I don't, I don't want to say that. It's kind of crazy. You meet me outside. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think that somebody might have got caught cheating or maybe he cheated 
and he moved on yeah. or whatever it is and he needed a way out i don't know might might be fucked up to say <laughs> but it's just a lot a little curious and so close to after getting out of rehab you would think once you yeah, get yeah. out of rehab for they said he went in for time to reassess your life yeah Yeah, you like he they said he went in for alcoholism and cocaine those are some pretty fucking hardcore things to go into rehab for Mm, especially the cocaine especially the alcohol man i've seen people abuse alcohol like to the point where they can't even freaking like all their their bodily function the only thing they can do is lift their freaking arm up to their lips that's all they can do yeah but zach cocaine's a hell of a drug (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that is interesting i did i mean but you look everyone's everyone's thinking it you know (laughs) dude i didn't know she was 40 who olivia munn yeah oh yeah she's she's (laughs) crazy old bat you know i'm just saying i just want to get this out of you at some point maybe not today maybe not this podcast but eventually i'm gonna get it out of you this is one crazy ass bitch (laughs) zach she's wearing a ou shirt remember (laughs) nah bro Look, I love the OU football team, but I also know the type of people that go to OU. So, <laughs> no, thank you. So, what's that say about you? <laughs> we've all we've all admitted I'm a hypocrite here. <laughs> so we had a whole episode dedicated. Bruh, if Olivia Munn came up to me right now, let's go. <laughs> You have to come out of rehab first. (laughs) Start hitting them drinks at. I don't know. I just feel like John Mulaney is heading down a a dark path right now. I like him too. Like his stand-ups are right, but like I think he's. I like him. Big mouth. (laughs) That's a wild show, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. Pretty funny. Yeah. Little kids. Yeah. Oh my god, Layla. He does like Nick Kroll does like all the voices for all the characters too. Yeah. Um uh, good show. But yeah, I didn't know he had a problem like that, John Mulaney. And then he's just like, Oh, he's going to rehab out of nowhere. I was like, all right, that's cool. But I thought he's gonna be in there longer. Yeah, you know? then he got out and now he's with the yeah. living one. I'm just saying. Honestly, yeah, put so them, put, putting dots part together the, here. Part of planning. Connecting dots. It's <laughs> a dot connector. Uh, to. Why did you unmatch me? It's me. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> What is Batman doing, man? <laughs> um, oh, what is what is our Batman doing, man? I heard he's back what with J Lo. Oh, it's a summer of love, I guess. Shit, ran back to the old wells, huh? Went back to the old watering hole. 
That's not a band I want to go back to, though. <laughs> I'm just saying. It seems like her and uh, who's it just got engaged to? Um, Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy how things, especially you know, in relationships, can change like like you know just like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think this was all planned too? It's part of like, you know. The grand scheme of Benifer. <laughs> mm, I don't know if it's the grand scheme of things. I think maybe they both they both need something to you know bring them back to the eye of the public. Maybe because I haven't. It's been pretty cold out here for J Lo. It was. I guess it was good for her with A Rod. <laughs> I was hearing some things about that, like maybe possibly buying a a, a team or something. She's like Ben. I'm releasing a new album. You know, I have to get back together. I'll give you 10%. Yeah, I, it's just weird. Yeah. And you know, people are, they, they love this shit and eat it up. Yeah, yeah. They want this type of. I mean, it's not too far out of the realm of possibilities that they're just doing this as, you know, a publicity stunt in. Just when I thought Ben was getting better. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, he looked great in the Justice League reshoots. Yeah. I mean, you know, it could mean more trouble because, you know, A-Rod becoming, you know, with his bat or his whole Yankees crew, you know, get his girl back. That could be some trouble, you know. Because I, I don't think know A-Rod wants to go back A-Rod. to her. Yeah. A-Rod's trying to re- reconnect, right? That's what I heard. We're always wondering what's wrong with what what keeps happening with J-Lo and how come these relationships don't work. Maybe it's J-Lo. Yeah, maybe. And this and this show is starting to feel like TMZ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. This is funny. No, it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, you brought up a topic like, you know, if he would ever go back to an ex, uh, I feel like you have more experience with, <laughs> with this than me. Hey, uh, hey, 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 I don't really, I don't really have exes because we all, you know, <laughs> we've never gotten together like that. I know when I was writing down this yeah. topic, I was like, you know what? I don't know what Tuke's going <laughs> to uh, bring to this, to- bring to this topic, but I love to hear you can enlighten me in any, any way. But going back to an ex, running back to the wells. <laughs> Tuke's like, uh, Man, no, let's hear so. it. <laughs> I mean, there have been, you know, other girls in my life that, that almost came to that point, but there's a reason they didn't. And I'm glad for it, you know, because it felt like it would have gotten like, you know, real dysfunctional. Yeah, I guess there's a reason why. For me, I guess it would depend on what what you broke up or over. If it's mm. an amicable breakup, and it's like maybe this is just not working at this time, let's put this on hold or whatever. Like let's not tarnish this friendship more than it has to, and you mm. end it. Maybe you can try back again later. But for the most part, dude, I've burned burned every bridge. 
<laughs> I, could, I damn near burned every bridge in my relationships. Like I stood on the other side with a can of gasoline, just. Yeah, for me too. At the same time, never really got to that point. Other yeah. than that, happy with my girl now, and we talked about this too. Like, if we ever broke up, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like she's like, oh, I feel like I'll keep coming back to you no matter what. I was like, for real? You want to fight cheat? This is like all No, fuck that. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't give him no. Don't, like, don't let it. Don't extend the leash. Don't tell him where he can go. Give him that upper uh, hand like that. Come on, girl. Not even like that. I love my girl. I ain't never cheat on her. And yeah, she said that to me. I was like, really? I was like, why? Because uh, <laughs> if you cheat on me, I'm never going back to you. I already told her. I was like, nah, if you ever cheat on me, you know, I feel like I get, you know, I just block you on everything and never going to talk to you again. Maybe I'll try to hear you out once, you know. It's, oh, I don't know. It was an accident. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was you. Uh. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, come on. Don't give him the upper hand like that. <laughs> Love is a battlefield. But yeah, um, I thought that was interesting too when she said that. I was like, oh, but I'm never going to cheat. So <laughs> that's that. You know, if I was a different guy, you know, yeah. like you said, like you were just hyping up a little while, I'd probably be all excited, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, that's not who I am. So I uh, was like, I don't know. But that was interesting to hear because cause I wouldn't do the same thing. You know, I wouldn't reciprocate those kind of like the attitude towards her. If she ever cheated on me, you know, because, you know, I'm a hardcore lover. But that's you know? one thing, though. So take cheating out of the equation. What if you guys just amicably split or like, like what if there's something? Let's say let's say what if you want a kid right now, but she don't want a kid right now. Oh, she or something like that right or something <laughs> like that. Well, let's let's change the scenario where it's not cheating. Uh, OK, because okay. maybe. uh I don't know something wild like you're gonna get married, but she doesn't want your mom to be there. Like mm. so, you have to split. That'd be interesting. Have to. That's different. Oh, that's different. <laughs> but like, <laughs> well, I don't it's know. A I guess it, was, it feels amicable like that. I don't know. I still feel. Or what if your girl and your mom? What if your girl and your mom just hate each other? They just can't make it work. It's just um, like too. Uh, <laughs> is it just slapping your feet? Yeah, just too <laughs> early in the Butting morning. Heads all the time, all day. Yeah. yeah, it just never works. So and let's say at that time, she decides to. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you guys can't be together. And she it's, just Huh. I don't know. I'll be like, well, if you feel like this is like a deal breaker, then you know. <laughs> it's not a deal breaker for you. <laughs> what if your mom says That's what like, I'm saying. Yeah, like, okay. And then if if you feel like this is that big of a deal, if you can't get along with mom, but I still love you, we still love one another, you know. 
Yeah. And then, you know, you got to get your priorities right, you know, because <laughs> you marry me. You're not marrying her. <laughs> God like, damn it, dude. I'm just in trying an to, ideal world. Always, yeah, I would want yeah. them to get along. But for me, it would be a deal breaker. For her, if it was her deal breaker, then I'll be like, oh, well, I guess if that, you know, if let's put it on you that, then. No. I'm putting this on you. You always do this. You always shift shit everywhere else except for you. I'm putting this on you. What if your mom says, never, this can never happen. If you let this happen, I'm out of your life. So it's on you now. You have to make this decision because I know you're not cutting your mom out. Well, I do love my girl, so I marry who I want to marry. So, bye bye, mom. Because <laughs> you know, all right, man. Maybe this scenario is a terrible. Uh, maybe it's not the right one. But there's got to be a way where you guys break up. Uh-huh. Uh, this is hard to do with someone who's in a relationship. Ask me. <laughs> Ask me. I'll break up first. Let <laughs> <laughs> me break up for five minutes. <laughs> I think, yeah, we're not the right people to ask this question because we're two uh, extremes of the spectrums. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're yeah. on the way, not safe side, but you're in a committed relationship. You've only been in one really committed relationship, so there's no ex to go yeah. back to. Like it's a different scenario for you. Me, I've, you know, Burned every bridge I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go whether call Kalani. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ruin his relationship. <laughs> Let's go fly in Hawaii and see what th- his thoughts are on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that's hilarious yeah I feel like this is a question for Kalani <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying my guy's good with everybody you know he's good with everyone I feel like how can you be mad at him you know mm. just a little lovable Hawaiian guy you just can't be mad at him I'm cool with one person but I wouldn't go back to her mm. it just didn't work yeah. Like, like, we're good friends, but at that time, it was just too much tumultuous shit. In, in between that little short, even though it was great, it's too tumultuous, two different people. And even, like, if you were to give it time, I feel like we would still be at different... The points in our lives would never really match up. Mm. So that's why I don't think like you would go back. So you're saying two different like people, they will eventually not work out, or not work out in the long run. Different how like, like your principles, your convictions, or Mm. how you view life. Yeah, all of that because because of. Giving myself away here because of (laughs) the age, the Uh, different times we've grown up in. Hmm. But I feel like that would be fun too, you know. Like, hey, you haven't seen this yet. It is, it is. That stuff is fun, but that 
That's surface level shit. Oh. Again, what you're talking about the the principles, the like, yeah. like dialogue is important. And I grew up in a time where eye to eye contact, physical contact, mm-hmm. um, that shit is important to me. Yeah, just being a gentleman, that shit yeah. for me is big. Even now, when I go out on dates, I try to do all that shit. <laughs> Call it shit. Uh, <laughs> really all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I try to do, you know, I with uphold <laughs> this kind of image where I feel like I got to, the principles is there. When I did mm-hmm. it for her, it was like outdated. Even though it was chivalrous, um, it was a little outdated. And it was okay so, for me to not. You know, she was that independent woman. She doesn't need me to open up her car door. Like, she. Wait, uh, I don't need your help. Like, no, like not, not like that. Yeah. Not like enforcing her independence. <laughs> it was never aggressive. Uh, okay. It was always assertive, uh, though. She she would assert herself, which is what I like. I like an assertive person. Mm. But then my personality is, if something rubs against me. It's fun. So I'm like, let's see where we can take this. You know, like, like what else can we bicker about or talk about or have a discussion about? And unless I find that in the other, other, and she's not that type of person where she wants to bicker or argue about things or get into like philosophical discussions about life and death and, Mm-hmm. other realms just stuff like that it felt like it was always one-sided so when she gets to that point in her life where she wants to talk about those things i feel like i'm gonna be on a different <laughs> a different part uh, you get what i'm saying and yeah. it, it, it's just in evolving of different things and like where i don't want to either come back down to the tiktok <laughs> i felt like i was yeah. like the tiktok Zach's like i'm way up here already you're still down here <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing like that man i'm it's a typical man <laughs> but when <we're> ch- <laughs> i know what you mean but like, like when like- we're chilling in bed and like i'm like uh i'm watching whatever game of thrones and she's on tiktok next to me like oh. it's just a difference there yeah. where like i feel like i have this attention to long form media yeah and she's there with yeah, the short yeah. term little five second things on tiktok or yeah. minute things on tiktok i don't know i just feel like that that's what i mean so you couldn't get her interested in those things those like we did though we did again uh-huh. there was a good little venn diagram where we met in the middle in our in our yeah. per, like our time that we spent together Zach saw all right zach's like I'll do two TikTok dances with you <laughs> and you watch one Game of Thrones with me. <laughs> no, there's a happy medium there. Of course, of uh, course okay. not. Like, there, there's a we'll happy do the Game medium. of Thrones challenge. Uh, <laughs> we'll make our own challenge Game of Thrones. <laughs> For sure. There is a happy medium there. But like, again, yeah. I'm saying <clears throat> it's only so much of a, in that, that Venn diagram, it's only so much overlap where we spend a good a good amount of time there yeah hmm. 
Whereas I feel like I can find somebody else whose overlap with me is going to be a greater de- greater area, you know, greater overlap. Or else there's more engagement, there's more interest to engage and become yeah. a part of that overlap. To where maybe, to in my mind, in the future, like 50 years from now, when we're about to die, that overlap where we know each other and who we are, it should be a perfect circle at that point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So where you guys are basically one person, you know each other, backward and front. You don't have to be each other. Yeah. But you're basically one at that point. Yeah. I don't want to be with myself. So, yeah, I know yeah, it's, see, it's a, it's a gradual emergence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a gradual <laughs> emergence. But it takes a yeah. whole lifetime to get to that one point. I don't feel like love at first sight is a thing where, like, I mean, you can be attracted at first sight. Of course, you're going to be attracted. And I feel like I said this on the pod before. But to build that, that love, to get to that point, mm-hmm. it's a it's like a workout, man. You got to get there. Yeah, the reason why I asked you that question is because I feel like me and my girl, we like different things, too. Yeah. You know? I try to show her something. She may not like it. I think it's more, well, we have this. I think it's different for us because we believe in the same things. We agree on most things, you know, whether it be politics, life, principles, yeah. They're uh, most they're mostly in line with one another, but where I'm saying where we differ is like you know our interests in the arts, you know, music, you know, uh, movies, um, shows, and <laughs> she'll be like, no, I don't like that song. Change it. <laughs> like when I try to play some Fetty Wap, you know, yeah, I just want to have a good time. Just relive the good old days. <laughs> Just relive the trap I want her to be my trap queen. <laughs> I finally found my trap queen and my trap queen. Oh, she didn't want to hear. She didn't want to hear my song about her. So <laughs> you're really hurting. Yeah, but I don't. I, it doesn't bother me. It's like, oh, okay, because there's some of the music that was hers. I don't like. You know. Yeah. She's no. Like, oh, of course. Like this. I was like, yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you don't gotta be the same person. Of, yeah, no, you have to I have your independence. Make- you have to yeah. have your each own independence because when you're away from each other, you know you gotta be able to have, know how to move, man. When we're together, I'm glad that when we talk, it's always just you know we can just talk about shit. It's not always about your girl or your relationship or whatever it is. Yeah. It's like you got your own life to you know to live and talk about. So that's. That's important is maintaining your independence. But yeah, man, I'm just saying an ex, I don't think I would go back to, especially now. I realize this over, bruh, you know, you, you know how much I had to realize this, like all the shit I had to go through to realize, oh, you don't go running back to an ex, you know, you had to learn the hard way. Yeah, yeah learn the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh. One more time. Why did you unmatch me? It's me. <laughs> oh, that dude! I didn't know what it was at first. Now I know it's that video he sent to that girl. But dude, that's messed up. She put him on blast and shit. 
dudes being Ben Affleck's being nice to you, you know, you know put him on blast. <laughs> Batman wants you to come in his bat cave and you just put him on blast. Yeah. That's not cool, you know. I mean, yeah, it's kind of corny that Ben Affleck's <laughs> on, you know, dating sites, you know, trying to get some puss, but he's looking for his bat woman. Come on, man. Come on, Ben. But yeah. well, if you were a lady and you saw Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck's on Tinder, Zach. Oh, yeah, you're Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Ben Affleck's a nice guy. He said, no, it's really me. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I got the real Ben. I put him on blast now. <laughs> it's fucked up, man. So both of them are at fault. Why did you unmatch me? It's me. <laughs> oh shit, man. Maybe, maybe the woman more than Ben, you know. But but Ben, you know, Ben, you know, Ben has me. <laughs> you know. Oh no, man. I just wanted an excuse to bring that up, dude. It kind of, <laughs> we kind of passed over it at a point, and I wanted to bring it up too. Oh shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, when I saw the video, I was like, hey, who posted this? It's messed up. One more thing, man. Did you watch, or you don't listen to Joe Rogan podcast, huh? Uh, I only listened to the last one I listened to was the Freddie Gibbs one. So Neil deGrasse Tyson was on there. And uh-huh. let me just say, the guy is fucking annoying. So annoying. Like was he getting high? Or what? No, he's just still working. He was getting high off of his high horse, like <laughs> the way he talks. Getting high off his ego. Yeah, <laughs> getting a high off of his fucking bullshit because he just loves talking <laughs> down on people. It's annoying. Like, and then uh, when you disagree with him, he has to hurry up and make a snappy comeback. It's like you're not listening to the counter argument or you're not listening to any other type of reasoning you have your one way of thinking and if someone challenges it you automatically go into defense mode and start attacking with other uh examples or he'll bring up some bullshit analogy that kind of pertains to the subject but yeah really you're just trying to sound smart to me that's how it comes across you just trying to sound (laughs) smart Oh, that's his image, bro. He has to sound Well, smart. a bullshitter knows a bullshitter. I know a bullshitter when I see one because I'm a bullshitter. I try to <laughs> sound smart all check. the time, dude. I yeah. All the yeah. time. I'm trying to sound smart. <laughs> but really, my knowledge is like, my knowledge is, what do they say? Fingertip deep or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm ready, but I'm ready yeah. to dive in, man. Other, I've seen some other interviews with him where he's like that. Yeah. It's just condescending. Like, yeah. like bringing up uh, aliens, they're talking about uh, all the like the um, David Fravor Tic Tac video and all that stuff. And like he was just talking down about like it's not possible uh, um, to see um, with the human eye. So like, yeah, they're saying like, um, oh, well, you know, we're talking about through the instruments and then he starts talking about the instruments how like they could be wrong the sensors could be wrong brings up some kind of analogy about some sense some uh, telescope in hawaii or somewhere and or another brings up <laughs> yeah how their tech their uh their technology was off in their mm. calculations or whatever like their um 
how it was reading space made it seem yeah. like there was an object beyond Pluto that was causing Neptune or Uranus to, you know, move in a, in a way it wasn't supposed to. But then mm-hmm. when they fixed the machine and got their ran the calculations, it fixed that anomaly. So then that's what brought about this whole planet X theory that there was another planet out there that was fucking up the the gravitational pulls of their uh of the solar system yeah so but then it turns out that their shit was all just fucked so they just need to recalibrate (laughs) and get their stuff someone just someone just fucked up so yeah so basically he he throws this basically throws this whole scenario out there to almost like explain away the whole tic-tac scenario where it's probably not what you think it is, you know, the sensors could be off. And then he brings up like hard data and like his mind won't allow it to to even entertain the ideas of aliens because um, the scientific data doesn't support it. Like if there's so many, I don't know, it's just listen to it you're, if you want he, to. I'm not going to. You're force saying it. you're saying he doesn't believe in aliens. Is that what you're saying? doesn't or sound like, like it no or no but in his book he wants to write about how uh he asks his his book his whole book is about asking questions that really don't have an answer to him uh-huh. and he gets into his real sciencey bullshit by bringing up comparisons and metaphor it's like if you listen to it and you kind of just cut the bullshit of, of all the smart stuff he's talking about. It's like, dude, you sound really <laughs> one dimensional. Like you're, you're, you won't let Joe Rogan get off his point about the Tic Tac video or, you know, anytime that a subject beyond science that's able to, for science to uh, explain away, if it doesn't yeah. evolve that, Neil deGrasse Tyson doesn't, he doesn't want no part of it. You know, so he wants to. <laughs> just do what Neil deGrasse Tyson does. It's just annoying, man, dude. Like, but dude, I've seen a UFO. I'm pretty sure you've seen one too, right? No, I haven't. But my mom has. My mom uh, told he. She tells me about this story. Uh, in Bitahochi, um, I guess her and my grandma or my my nolly lady were driving back through there. Mm-hmm. And I guess they saw a, a light, like a ship, fly beyond the mesa and kind of land yeah. on top of the mesa. And there was just oh, a bright damn. light on top of the mesa. And they didn't know what to do, so they just drove faster <laughs> and drove away. <laughs> then the aliens catch up to you like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they thought it was like a, like a comet or something, oh. like a fireball was coming down. Oh, it was just okay. this bright light came over the the mount or the uh, plateau or mesa, whatever you want to call it, and landed on top. So my mom says she's seen one, and my my nolly lady. She said like she corroborated the story. So, <laughs> well, they might be in cahoots with one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but. Dude, I'm, I've, pretty, I've talked about my um, experience with UFO yeah. on the podcast before, and it was vivid. It was, like, so close you could see the windows. That's how close it was to yeah. the ground. It was, it was above my house, yo, and it just took off. 
like no sound. It was like quiet and made no sound, and it just moved across the sky like like this, like like that. I don't know if you can see it, but yeah, like that. That's how fast it moved, and it made no sound. It had no like um like projectile stream or whatever behind it. Nothing. Yeah. It was. I had like this sense of like. I don't know if it was from the UFO or not. I mean, I've been ta- maybe I'm talking crazy, but when I saw it, I had like this sense of like just terror, you know, come over me, and like I couldn't move. Like I froze for a second. I was just looking up at it because I was walking down. I was like, I was on foot. I was walking down from my grandma's house. And this is just a quick, you know, recap because I already talked about this. But this was from like. Our old pot, our old awesome half. Yeah. <laughs> Before we you know we got big. You know, <laughs> but dude, it was crazy. Um, it was it was real. No, nothing else. I feel like nothing could have made that image. You know. Yeah. Um, especially here on the res, nobody has that kind of wherewithal to make something fake like that. You know. Yeah. Cause I saw on the res it was above my house on the res, the US and it's government. not the first. It's not the first one I've seen either, but it is the it is the first one I've seen like that close. Because nah, I've seen I, some other ones too, like way up in the sky. Yeah, but this one it's like and those ones are way up in the sky, and maybe they weren't, you know, UFOs. But this one for sure, I know was the UFO, and it was crazy, bro, crazy. But I feel like. I'm more terrified of that than, you know, the monsters that are around, so-called monsters that are around the res, you know? Yeah. I don't know what they like about this mountain that I live by. They just like it. They just like chill there. I don't know what they do. Shit. Well, Neil deGrasse Tyson would call you a liar and he say (laughs) science is support. See, what happened to you was... uh, (laughs) Look, listen to this. You get there and it's made out of silicates. The question had no meaning. Even though nouns and verbs were in the right place and it had a question mark and you were able to design an experiment, the question had no meaning in that realm. Let me get a, get a more philosophical one. All right, like right here. Visit Santa this. Claus, okay? Uh, Santa Claus on the North Pole. And you say, uh, Santa, which way is north? And That's every direction Santa example. points is due south. Because on the North Pole, the question, which way is north, has no meaning. Mm. You can't even go east. Everywhere's a point is south. Correct. So on the grid that we've all agreed that we use to establish coordinates of Earth, Santa Claus can only go south. What? He's talking like he's explaining freaking the, <laughs> like, quantum mechanics, Tukin. He's talking about made-up shits. He's talking about Santa Claus. The question, which way is north, has no meaning. So now let's, so these are clear to That's us. That's heavy. These are clear to us that this is the case. <laughs> there are other questions where you know you sure? not to ask. Are you sure he wasn't smoking Because you just know yeah. not to ask. We live on a spherical Earth, and I say I'm trying to, to find you, this the question has no meaning on a curved surface. Verse. I hate to. Okay. Okay. All right. And Pinocchio's there, 
And Pinocchio says, my nose is about to grow. <laughs> what happens next? He has to tell a lie. Tell me what happens to his nose. It grows when he lies. He just said, my nose is about to grow. And if it grows, that meant he was telling the truth. No, that yes. means he's about to tell a lie. That's all he says is, my nose is about to grow. Right, but maybe he keeps talking. <laughs> okay. So like someone says, do I look fat in this outfit? He says, my nose is about to grow. You look great. <laughs> all right, let's tighten it up then. Okay. Pinocchio says, my nose is Debunked. Growing. Debunked it, right? Yeah. Now like he changes it up. So what's his nose doing? Well, I would assume he just got done lying, so his nose is probably growing. No, because he's lying. He just told the truth. If what his if nose he, is growing, what if he lied and then his nose grows because he lied? What if he says my nose is growing because his nose isn't growing, but because he lied about his nose growing, his nose grows? No, it's not how it works. So Bro, uh, I just cracked it. No, didn't I just crack it? <laughs> Look at how defensive he gets now. I'm glad you made sense to yourself if in that sequence. Pino of no, sentences. I did make sense. No, no, no. Watch, watch. If Pinocchio's <laughs> nose was not he's growing. Up. Just the condescension. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just wanted to play a little bit of piece of that just because to give you an idea what kind of bullshit that this <laughs> man goes. Whatever. Took intro your fucking sleeper. Let's go. Uh, this is off the recent Zar Phase Doom, MF Doom album that came out. Yeah, it's dope. It has Dell, the funky homo sapien on it. Y'all check it out. Anybody ever tell you you look like the face song? I get that all the time. King on the board, got him eyeing my next move. Your boy more water than Poseidon and Neptune. I bless fools, still in the wet room. Flow so scientific, as if it's fresh out of test tube. I'm true, like the right answer. Known to swing big. This is bar five at the Masters. The side eyes hardly matter. Fuck all the gossip and chatter. I'm gaining weight now, my pockets are fatter. Yeah, deck spaz, apocalypse now. Soon as the check cash, I spend half. Then flee the scene on the check craft. Non believers, seeing with their jaws wide. I tear them up inside, like a mom's cry. I'm from SI. Don't mistake me for the next guy. You feel me, young and watch a vet ride. And consider yourself highly privileged to eyewitness the mind twist. That I exhibit, dig it. I leave you right beside the fishes. Not personal as business. Last wishes, then it's over with the quickness. Sore face. My gun can't stop it. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. I'm hard to kill, so guard your grill until it's over with. Zar face and doom and pro mass before Corona hit. Legacy, so solidified that you can plank on it. Your only guns in your burner account, bank on it. You talking about killing stitches in one bar. They call your man your shooter, now you barely ain't come far. Baby, you moving them bricks with killers and goons in your click. But I saw you grooming and Lululemon and Zumba with chicks, and that's okay. But don't tell me you locked in with the Glock and both socks when you really in hot spin. My pen game is end game, I sent flames. Your best name, got a yes name Engraved on the bed frame You been lame with your mind on the meth thing Saying, S.O. getting gas But I can pull the last when I'm at S.O. getting gas 
Snatch the bag like the Grinch, daggers and cinch Snagged with a burner, they ain't seen your man since Irrelevant to tag if the swag is past tense And karma swing back as a drag, you can't flinch A thrill you deserve to feel if your ass is that dense Like how you like them apples, confined in tin shackles Predisposed to tension like holes sitting in chapels He in white sands, bearing his bad toes, sipping a snapple Fish taco, Casablanca, Morocco Stash similar to the National Bank Vato, got dough, probably some snitch your sapo, singing the top of their lungs like chicks in the top row. Plus dreams of confetti. Same reason he hardly talked to team on the celly. Breakfast continental, cream cheese jelly. Bread blowing in smells, seaweeds at the telly. Yo, Diesel the first to show who depended on crutches. Pushed down the ramp that descended. Point at the west commencing with the speech. It's no handrail, very long, very steep. They may be slippery, but I mop accordingly. Falling for it, that's the last thing, most importantly. It's like being new and fake at the same time. Momentum ran them down 10 feet, can't grind I see it like a cult leader Holding a mass rally inside Slash mass suicide Bludgeon right on the bulk of a sudden spike Cuffing mics, crushing massive egos to slush Nothing like my mentals and the muscle tight Ain't no discussion with munchkins Damn, too Why you bring the heat like that? Help, bro Rest in peace, MF Doom. RIP, metal face. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Fantastic. Let's see. I guess. Uh, Sensational. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's go take it back. Uh, shout out to my my baby sister, man. We're gonna, we're gonna go with this right here. This is a classic. The Hurt Vibes never leave us, baby. Come on, man.
sir, yes sir, you have listened to another episode of the All Somehow Podcast. This is season two, episode 23. Woo, going down like Jordan, baby. Yep. And I took that personal. I'm telling you, the her vibes never leave us. We out here. You're you out of here. I just, I just, I just want to say one last thing, man. I mean, I didn't get to, I didn't get this off about this. You know, when we went through this whole, whole rigmarole about uh, getting back with your exes, you know, you know, getting back with your ex, if, you know, if it's a possibility, yeah. there's a shot. <laughs> You know, I'm not just, you know, I'm not saying, you know, this, this, this is just an act. This is just a character. Yeah. <laughs> We're just doing a show here. We're just doing a show here. <laughs> so if they're still, I'm just saying. Hey. If you know, you know. Get out of here, too. Get out of here. Too, take my phone away from me. <laughs> We're getting in dangerous territory. I'm like, Jay-Z. Crazy for this. Great white buffalo.